0: oh yeah <laughs> it's time for the hat trick of fun <laughs> now in smell vision it's your pals ed and sean and it's geeksters
1: with episode 165 part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm
0: your host, Sean.
2: And I'm your guest host, Dave. <laughs>
1: hi,
0: Dave. Uh, hi, Dave. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who have not paid attention to the first two episodes, I'm gassy. <laughs> so right before we I hit play, right as I was giving me the countdown, I left out a little I gave him a little present. <laughs> A little, how do you do, sir? And Ed uh, lost it. It so. wasn't that silent, but it was very deadly. Yes. Yeah. I see the paint is peeling off the walls. Ed's eyes are actually glassy. <laughs> and his face is red. At this point, he'd rather spend an hour with Jar Jar Binks.
1: <laughs> yes, I would.
0: But speaking of Jar Jar 24
1: Binks. hours with Jar Jar Binks.
0: Ooh, Wow. Speaking of J.J. Binks, <laughs> uh, in part three we give you the news. Yeah, couple articles. Uh, excuse me. Wow, that's a little something for you folks at home. <laughs> People are going, I don't. Why do I listen to this show? All he does is fart and burp. He's rude. He's inconsiderate. <sighs> but it's free, and I like to laugh. Sometimes he has a nugget of wisdom. Nugget. But it comes out of his ass. Exactly. I'm always talking about my ass. Blah,
3: blah, 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 blah.
0: <laughs> anyway, we get some news and then we get into a heavy debate on George Lucas and why he says he walked away from episode seven. Yeah. So, uh, eh, we talk about that. Well, maybe it we'll did, talk- he
1: even, it even made, we had to forego an article that I
0: wanted to talk about because I thought it was stupid. Well, you know what? How about we do this? When we come back, after you listen to part three, you can bring that article. All right, all right, sounds good. So you know, sit back and relax and get ready at the end for bonus material. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Geeksers Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just a track on their radio and the apps. All right, Ed, let's get into the news. All right, let's
1: not let's do that. <laughs> I mean, now, <laughs> wow! Can you sound a little bit more enthused? No, I could, but it'd be just faking it. Okay. Uh first up we have uh rumor. Let's start with rumors. Okay. Colin Fowler is the front writer to play John Constantine in Justice League Dark.
0: Uh yes, I heard that. I also heard um Ron Perlman for Swamp uh thing. Yes. And Ewan McGregor as um should I forgot who he was.
1: <laughs> yes, they well actually he was he was one of the one of the ones for Constantine. But uh, he, he, they're not sure. So there's also another character that uh, he could portray, portray in uh, Hellblazer, which was uh, Jason Blood.
0: Oh, okay. That that's what it was. Hugh McGregor was going to be possibly uh, um, Blood. Yeah, and it was like, all right, whatever. You're like, okay, yes. all right.
1: So uh, yeah, so look forward to uh, Justice League Dark coming to a theater near you. And uh... well, actually, the filming is going to start uh, sometime in 2016. And speaking so.
2: of Justice League, uh, I mentioned this uh, briefly earlier uh, for the Teen Titan Go fans out there. This Wednesday, <laughs> the Teen Titans break into the Justice League of America uh, Hall of Justice. And uh, I have the Cartoon Network app, so I got to see the episode early. And yes. it, It's going to be a two-parter,
3: Ooh. so I only saw half of it
2: so far. And uh, we get to see Raven as Wonder Woman, uh, Cyborg as the Green Lantern, Robin as Batman, uh, Starfire as the Flash, and uh, Beast Boy as Martian Manhunter. Makes sense.
0: <laughs> I have breaking news. Yeah, I do, yeah. Steve Amell just announced that the, t- the new TMNT movie trailer is going to be attached to Star Wars The Force Awakens. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. <laughs> I cannot wait. Uh, I know Ed didn't like the, the, the remake. I did. I thought it was enjoyable. I was never a huge TMNT fan to start off with. I always find them enjoyable. Yeah. But Stephen Mel playing Casey Jones, come on! Arrow <laughs> swinging a hockey stick. Look at that picture of him in that mask. Come on! He looks like Destro from G.I. Joe. Nah he, looks like, nah, he looks like badassery. That's what he looks like. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, what else you got in the news? Oh, okay. Uh, Disney. Yes. Yeah, we were
1: talking about Disney yes. last hour. Uh, Disney will release a new Star Wars movie every year long, as long as they can. Every year? Every year, yes. So as of right now, they have the next six years, they have a Star Wars movie coming out every year You know that they're working on. And they're they're going to go beyond that. as long As, of long, as, as long as there's a paying Star Wars audience to
0: go see their films, they're going to keep making them every year. And we're going to keep going. Yes. And then you'll be like, hey... Yo, come know, now buy the what we call it the most izly cantina colostomy bag, where your bag we fill with <laughs> villainy and scum. <laughs> hey, my colostomy bag's full. Let's go see a movie. <laughs> Anyone else? I'm moving right along. Yes, we
1: are. <laughs> uh, this was you were going to mention last hour the fact that Sony has
0: enabled PS2 backwards compatibility for the PS4. Yes, because they, they kind of... here. Here's what I, the article kind of said, was that those four games that you got, yes. three of them were PS2 games. Correct. And remember how I said they look really good yes. for PS2 games? Because apparently what they did was they, they upscaled a little, a little bit right? because of this PS2 emulator that's in the software. Uh-huh. So... That could mean that you could your PS2 games could be playable on the PS4, yeah. Or at least you know you can now buy because they do have that um, PlayStation Now, like kind of like their Netflix for video games, mm-hmm. where you can uh, rent a video game digitally and and play it. Yeah. So
1: I mean, well, they say there's there's not too much information on this. Is the fact that a a, a certain representative. Has made the statement that in 2016 this is going to be a viable thing for PS2 get um, games, and they said that it's going to be all games. And now they they have 1,850 games for the PS2, right? Which is the largest collection of any video games for any system Ooh. as of right now. So you know, imagine adding that onto the PS2, and of course this comes
0: in the lieu of of. Microsoft oh. going, hey, we're now backwards compatible. Look at us. For 100 games. Here's 104 games that are backwards compatible right now. It's awesome. And then Sony's like, yeah, it's cute. We got almost two grand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now. Right. Yeah. right now. All we got to do is just say, yeah, it's available right now. Almost 2,000 games. Yes. You know, but we got 104. Yay. I-, I would be more impressed. Like, uh, to me, it's like, okay, well, Xbox is like, well, yeah, well, there's 300, there there are the 360 games are backwards compatible. You don't have PS3 backwards compatible. And suddenly you just kind of go, look, if we can get PS2 to work, how come we're not going to get PS3 to work as well in 2017? Yeah. And then you'll be in trouble. (laughs) Especially if they're not making any more games for the system, why not work on backwards compatibility? Yeah. At least kind of go, all right, you know what? Any of your PS3 games are now like playable on the PS4 or. Here's a digital download for for now at, at a cheaper price. We're like, hey, you want to play Assassin's Creed? We got it. So it costs you $5 to buy it digitally. So you can play it. And we upscouted it to make it look prettier. Yeah. you are like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: I, you know, so they, they don't know if it's going to be just digital downloads or you can actually use the disc. Right. I'm kind of hoping for the disc myself. Cause right. They, cause you I, I, the... I still have a stack of uh, PS2 games that I held on to with my PS2. Mine are all gone. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: But it but it does open up that, that secondary market of pre owned games because there's people who come in to my place and ask if we buy PS two games. And we do. Um, some, not yeah. all of them. But now that I open up it's the floodgates, you know, that kinda go, Well, we don't sell them, but you we can buy them online. You know, or there's another store called Game Fix. That sells all the old old systems mm-hmm. and all the old games. So I'd be like, all right, that would, that would make me go there more often. Yeah. So I can buy PS2 games. So I'd be like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. Maybe, but you know, as we've already established, I don't really like going backwards. So yeah.
1: yeah. All right. What else? What's the nostalgia of it. Uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yes, It's made a ton of money already. Yes, it has. Now you you were talking earlier about it where it, the pre-order
0: sales were at $6 million. Right, just for the IMAX 3D. Right. Over in- $50 million for the... Oh, way to bury the lead, Dave. <laughs> That's what the next news is. Or- You're taking too long. That's I was... I was. Well, I- wait, what are you guys, in a hurry? Are well, we leaving was, soon I, or something? I was kind of hoping you get to the meat of the news, but all right. What's my, the meat of the news? The Luke is bitching about the... Well, well you know, we'll make that next. How about all right, that? No, no, all right, take your time. <laughs> Dave just wants to cut to the chase. Yeah, so they made $50 million so far
1: there you go all right now let's move on
0: <laughs> well what else were you gonna say you made it sound
2: like i made this big spoiler
1: well it was most of it was in imax fil- f- uh, uh pre-sales but the rest of it is but the thing is what i found fascinating was the fact is is that this could be the highest growing star wars movies all the time because they did factor in like you know with inflation and all like 1983's
0: uh, Return of the Jedi
1: uh, is be fifty five million dollars, so it's a five under five million dollars for that. But I mean,
0: well, okay, wait, so it made fifty five million dollars opening weekend, opening weekend, yeah. Wow, that seems so small now. Comparison, how (laughs)
2: much were ticket prices though back then? Four
0: fifty, yeah, yeah, five bucks. Yeah, you know, uh, um, oh,
1: I'm so no, I I apologize, I I did that wrong. Fifty five million was Empire Strikes Back. okay Okay. Hundred and thirty-two million opening weekend for uh, Return of the
0: Jedi. I mean, well, yeah, but let's face it. With today's market, I mean, there is a good possibility of this movie opening weekend making five hundred million dollars. Yes. I mean, like when we saw J, it was only like three three screens. Well, the 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 projected they they want to make is two hundred eight million for for the weekend. Yeah, they're going to make that in the first forty eight hours. Yes. Yeah easily yeah this could be a this could be a billion dollar weekend yes <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. uh,
1: <laughs> all right all right what else you got? it's time to move on to the meat apparently of nerd news
0: well i think this one will probably have more to say than anything else all right all right all right You know, so i kind of want to dedicate some time to it since you know we are a, a show that's supposed to be over by 9 30 instead of going over at 9.30. <laughs> George Lucas finally reveals why he broke up
1: with Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> apparently, uh, Disney decided to go a different direction than Lucas apparently decided. Yeah, they went with the good one. <laughs> uh, the best way to sum it up is the fact is, is that Lucas wanted to make it a soap opera <clears throat> where Disney wanted to make it a space opera. Okay,
0: I, 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 I keep going because when I read this article, it's, it's
1: about, of course, his soap operas about the family problems, the family dynamics, of the, yeah, you sure, know, of the brother and sister and the you know, of course, the father. Yeah,
0: okay, but let's look at it this way: the okay, the very first episode four, yeah, was about a kid. There was no family dynamic really in the very first one. It was about a kid who wanted to who dreamed of reaching for the stars, right? But was stuck on the ground. You know, and his, his aunt and uncle get killed. And he's like, oh, I'm free to do whatever the fuck I want to do. I'm going to join the Empire. And just, just like my dad did. A rebellion. I'm going to join the rebellion. And I'm going to, you know, get a whole clan of other white folk. And, you know, bring down Vader. Bring down the Empire. And then it wasn't until, like, the second, you know, okay, Luke, I'm your father. You didn't fucking find that out until really the third movie that he was his dad. Right, and that Luke and Leia were brother and sister until the third movie. So you had two movies before that shit to work out. What? Well, ha- technically
1: the father thing we knew in the second movie, but
0: well, he said I was your father, but yeah. you didn't believe it no until the believed- third movie, right?
1: Because that that was the reason why they they brought it up. in right. the third movie, was because the kids twist. didn't believe
0: it. I didn't believe it. I was yeah. like, no, that's impossible. Yeah, it's, it's impossible. Just- and I jumped off something <laughs> while I lost a hand. <laughs> yeah, no, it's impossible. that's not true. That's it's impossible. impossible. That's probable. <laughs> no, That's highly up. unlikely. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, but then, okay, let's take a look at his second trilogy. Yeah. One, two, and three. It's about a trade federation, it's about embargoes and trades, and it's got nothing to do with any family dynamic whatsoever. I mean, all it does is like, okay, poor little Andy gets taken away from his mommy, and then he becomes a whiny little brat as a teenager. Then he finds out his mom dies. And then he goes and kills all the sand people. And then it's like, I I love this girl. And we get married. And (laughs) and then I'm jealous because Obi-Wan's better at everything than I am. Because I'm a bratty little kid. I don't see any family dynamic in that. I, I don't. I, I just. I never. Well, did. you know.
1: I. I think it's more along the lines of the of course. <clears> the, the four, five, and six episodes. Four, five, and six. Okay. So he the,
0: says in s- uh, seven, eight, nine. nine it's sh-
1: still like it's a continuation of like kind of more of like a soap opera and more in family dynamics. If he, he thinks it's a better story
0: content that you know bullshit. <laughs> like I mean, okay. What more is there? Like that. I mean, he never said this is what my idea was. He just said it's a Oh well, it's going to be more family dynamic. It's going to be like. Oh how Luke handles being uh like like what is there like I, I okay Lucas tell us what your plan was and then let us judge you like everybody else does <laughs> Like okay was that like well,
1: make- you know I mean I don't know I mean it, it, it's it's one of those things where it's just like like would have been better if it was a soap opera versus a space opera I mean, people finally remember the battles. They remember sword fighting. They remember...
0: I don't remember any soap opera kind of mentality in in any of those movies. Any of them. Right. Because to me, it was like, you know, I I don't see what's so soap opera. To me, soap opera is just, oh my God, I get amnesia and I wake up and I don't remember who I am and I used to be a bad person. like, And then now I'm a good person because I didn't know I used to be a bad person. Or oh my god, I got my sister pregnant, and oh, uh, oh my god, oh wait, I'm not, her, I'm not really her real brother, like that kind of like. Yeah. I don't know, like, I don't think. I mean,
1: you're you're thinking of bad. I was thinking, stuff I'm
0: thinking daytime soap opera,
1: right? But
0: I, I just can't see. I don't really remember any soap opera, any family dynamic in those other movies. As far as I was concerned, like well, you know when Luke's trying to
1: do Return of the Jedi, trying to bring a father back into the to the realm of of uh, the light and, and the he's force trying to turn him back to the good to side, side, right? You know, and then of course the father wants to turn him to the the dark side, yeah. And, and then of course the whole sister finding out he has a sister that has the abilities... yeah. But
0: after you after you finish those stories, what's next? I don't know. And see, there you go that that nice big dead air moment kind of goes. Yeah, you kind of. It's all resolved at the end of the third one, you know. Like
1: right, and I mean, you know, but that's 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 the thing. I mean, like, what would happen again? And that's and that's something you like. Like, if, if you can make it into a soap opera, okay, how would you do it? Like, that's the that's the question you have to ask. Now, granted, you know, we we don't we're not George Lucas, so we won't have that same answer. But I mean, like, imagine. Okay, the prophecy was that you know Anakin was the chosen one, which he did. He well, okay, hold on, no, go, ahead, go, finish. And he changes, you know, he actually throws the Emperor off and ends the, almost ends the Empire in a way. Yeah. But it's like, technically, the Empire doesn't end. Just because Emperor Palpatine falls to his death well, doesn't mean, like, the, the Empire. The next in command. Right. The next in command right. kind of takes over. And obviously,
0: this movie's going to progress in that, the new one, Force yeah. Awakens, because it's been 30 years. And there's still Stormtroopers. There's still an Empire. There's still, maybe it, may, it may, may not be as over and done. Not like people go, oh, Palpatine's dead? Yeah, okay, right. we're done. Everyone's free. You still have a government to try to run. I don't give a shit about that government. I never did. You know, and the way I kind of see it is like if, if Lucas was really so concerned about the soap opera aspect, episode three should have been Anakin Skywalker trying to come to terms with the fact that now he's now Darth Vader. That's a more compelling story than anything else in the first three movies. Like, if you had, here you are, you're now scarred. You you think your wife is dead. You know, you don't know anything. Now you are this half man, half machine. You used to be somebody. Where is the, the internal torment of now you? Where is the switch where you go from Anakin Skywalker to fully accepting yourself as Darth Vader? That's the story that was never told in the first three it was how did how did Anakin become Darth Vader? Oh, we all knew that from the first one. Obi-Wan and Luke Obi-Wan and Anakin had a fight, lots of burning, lots of fire. He, you know, okay, yeah, we, we got that story. Mm. But what about the character development of Anakin into Vader? Like where's that? I mean, i read a book about it because someone else had a. I was like, "Hey, that's a pretty good idea. Let me write that down as a storyline." Yeah. But on screen, like he's now Vader. Yeah, and he now is working with Palpatine. Like, at what point does does Anakin turn off all that stuff, the the right and wrongness of everything, and start to accept his fate as Vader and listening to Palpatine? That leads up into Vader getting on that that space spaceship.
1: See, see, the problem with that is the fact is is that yeah, I agree with you, but the thing is is that like the the wrong acting choice or the wrong actor for that was Hayden Christensen who had really no acting range for this. I
0: mean, he had a lot of anger. I, I, I completely agree, but that movie, he, you don't need him. All you need is James L. Jones doing the voice.
2: Right. Because he's became...
0: Yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you, don't have, you don't have Hayden Christensen in that movie anymore. You got to get into that mic. I'll have to get closer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You, you faded it out there. Yeah, you don't need Hayden Christensen for that story. All you need is James L. Jones' voice. And James Earl Jones is a good enough actor just to do voiceover to be able yeah, to make but you feel the, that.
1: but the thing is, is that you have to start off with the struggle because, you know, when he's, when he's trying to make that choice at that point, when they're in Palpatine's office and he basically kills uh, uh, Mace Windu. Right. You know, like that's kind of like the start of that struggle.
0: Right. But I'm talking about the struggle of him. In that, machine. well, you're, then
1: you're talking now 3.5. You're talking like episode right. three point five. That's what I'm
0: saying. If you would, if you would have scrapped that first movie, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, we didn't need to see him as a kid. You didn't. Okay. You didn't need to see him as a kid. If you started with started episode two, would have been episode one where he's already the bratty snot nosed kid. You could have had a little bit of the like, hey, you in the scroll. You could just said, here's the Anakin Skywalker, blah blah blah, and you see that struggle, And, and but in the second movie, you see him turn into. The, no, at the end of at the end of episode two, episode three now is him struggling, him hunting down all the other Jedi's, him hunting down all the other people that are are in that the Palpatines having him go after the story that we've all heard that how Vader killed every other Jedi available.
3: Mm.
0: Where is that story? That's a beautiful third ep- third episode to see him fully embrace the evilness that he becomes by the time you see him in part four. Okay. There was no character development. You could build soap opera there. You can, you know, there's there is character development. Lucas is not that good of a writer to be able to do that. That's why, look at look how great Empire Strikes Back. Not written by Lucas. Mm. Return of the Jedi, not written by Lucas. Story by Lucas, but not written by. Him. Yeah. So, you know, you give him, you let him write his own story, you let him write his own directing, you get episode one and two and three. All right. You know, that's why I think, like, you know, in this movie, it's it's like, you know, no, the what we see on screen, we see in the space battles. We want that. So far, none of us have actually seen the final project, the final product. Mm. So we don't know. There could be fi- family dynamic. I don't know who Finn is. Do you? No. You, he could be related to Lando Calrissian. He could be related to Lando. You know, he could be related to Han Solo. Yeah. You don't know. The girl that they've been showing this whole time, who's supposed to be the lead character in the entire movie, you know absolutely nothing about her. I mean, unless you want to do the spoiling. Mm-hmm. She could be Han and Leia's kid, for all we know. Yeah. You know? Or Luke and Leia's. You know, or, you know, <laughs> we call it Kylo Ren. Everyone wants to say, well, it's Luke Skywalker. Obviously, it's not, because you've seen the actor.
1: Yeah.
0: But where is Luke Skywalker? No one knows.
2: Yeah. That's like a soap opera to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, you don't know where he is. He could he could show up at the last ten minutes of the movie. He could be Yoda in this movie. He just kind of walks in, does his little. The power, the force was strong in me. It's strong in our family. He said that to somebody. Who? Yeah. The girl or Finn? You see, Finn went wielding Luke Skywalker's you know original lightsaber. Yeah. How did he get it? I mean, you saw it fall on Vespin. Who picked it up? You no. Know, Kylo Ren has a burned out Darth Vader skull. Mm-hmm. Last time we saw that was on Endor. Yeah. Did uh, he go to Endor? And get it? And get it? How did he get it? You, these are the questions that are going to be answered. <laughs> these are the days these, of our life. These are the days of Force Awakens. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like that, that Lucas is looking at it going. And again, for Lucas, of all people, to kind of bitch about story, when all he was concerned about was, If he was really concerned about the family dynamic, why make Jar Jar Binks? You, he's said in a numerous it was comic relief to sell toys to the kids.
1: Yeah, but he was also too the fact that like that was one of the things you know I saw there was a there's a video uh, uh, interview with him because this this was a uh, CBS um, uh, interview that that he was with. I don't know what what program, but doesn't really matter. The video is online; Uh, you can check it out. Um, But the thing is, is that uh, one of the things he said is, is that like when he was creating these films, he was being – he wanted to invent things. Like he was inventing like the way to make movies and way, okay, way to yeah, design. He, and he goes, I was trying different characters, and that's why kind of like Jar Jar Binks came up, huh? you know. And, and I mean, you know, because they asked him, well, like, who's his favorite character? And he said Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, he's you know? always said that, yeah. You know, and it was like because it was a different character, him, that he created that is like, you know, not every not every character you – you know in his universe you might not like. Yeah. You know, you know, like obviously you don't like Anakin.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the little kid playing Anakin, I mean, I just didn't think it was needed. I mean, I hate Jar Jar Banks, it's just the whole to me, the beauty of the the original choice, and again, I'm looking back fondly on those three movies. Yeah. The original three is that it had comedic moments in the moment. They never seemed forced. Where Jar Jar Binks to was me was very seemed, forced, it seemed very like schlocky and very vaudevillian in a way. Where, I, yeah, granted, now as a kid, R2 and 3PO were supposed to be kind of like the Bud and Abbott, Abbott and Costello of mm-hmm. the movies. Where you know, but you didn't understand one of them, so all you saw was you know 3PO's reaction to whatever R2 was saying. And that's what the comedy was because in your own head, you're going. What did he say? And you're making it up in your own head. Yeah. With Jar Jar Banks, he became, I'm going to say, more of a physical prop. I mean, uh, a pratfaller. Mm. You know, it was like, I'm going to throw you in this thing and watch how wacky I am. And, oh, look, just because I'm clumsy and over- and all of a sudden, here's a blaster. And it winds up killing out this whole thing because of dumb, freaking, stupid luck. Mm. Which, granted, a lot of that that motif carries throughout the movie. You know, that luck, you know, that luck yeah. syndrome. But I just never felt like, you know, looking back, it, to me, it was the, it was more soap. It wasn't soap opera. It was space opera. It was grand scheme. There were big, giant sets, big, giant battles. And I, I think that Abrams, I mean, yeah, okay. I do think that Phantom Menace did make some groundbreaking leaps in CGI effects. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that, again, you need good actors in order to portray to be able to play off of nothingness. Right. You know, we've seen that, because I don't, like, if, if okay, like, I can imagine C-3PO standing there, mm. and I can have a conversation with him. You just tell me where his eye lines are, and I can look. I mean, look at, you know, a lot of movies like that. Um, the one that was all green screen. Uh, the World Tomorrow. Yes.
1: Sky Captain and World Tomorrow. Yeah.
0: That was, I would say, kind of a, a very expensive art house flick, because mm. it was like, hey, this is how we're going to try it. No one really saw it, but everybody who saw it goes, that's a pretty damn fine good movie. Well, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a good movie, but no one looked at it because it was just like, oh, it's all green. Like Sin City, look at how great Sin City is, the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, that was pushing the envelope a little bit too because it was a lot of green screen. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I think Lucas helped innovate a lot of that, but I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking what you already have and and improving on it, not trying something new. Like BB-8, that little thing, when you see it scroll across the screen, everyone was like, oh, that's CGI. How'd you do that? No, no, it's actually a real, it's a real working a robot. robot. Yeah. And everyone was like, what? That's real? Because we were so already so programmed that when it comes to a Star Wars movie, it's going to be CGI. Mm. And then here comes Luke, here comes J.J. Abrams going, no, no, we made that. Full-size, full-size, you know, Millennium Falcon. Because that's what I want to see. I want to see like, – yeah. it gives my actors something to play with. Right. Something to react with. And everyone's going, oh, my God, why didn't we think of that? And everyone's just looking at Lucas going, why didn't you think of it? This? this is your world. Yeah. Right. Like, And he was like, well, because I wanted to try something new. Did you have to do that with, with – what? Well,
1: that's the thing, though. I mean, there, there was an article a while ago that I think we brought up in the show. The fact is, is that there is more props – in the first three movie, the one episode one, two, and three, than it is in four, five, and six. Yeah, so, so it's not so it's not like it's like all CGI and it's like you I mean grant there was a lot of that in there, but I mean like like as far as like props, yeah, there was props. Yeah, and so it's not like you know you're you're looking at an all CGI film.
0: No, but I I will argue the fact that I mean it, you know if a film historian was here, I would say uh, episode four, five, and six, no one cared about. There wasn't the first Star Wars. The reason why there was less props is because there was no money for it. Lucas pretty much was able to kind of build up, you know, you know, the money that he made off of the licensings of the product and stuff helped fund the other two movies. Yeah. When he says, oh, I'm going to make episodes one, two, and three, studio just went, fuck you, here's money. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do because, oh, my God, we, we're, we're going to get the cash flow on that thing is going to be fucking enormous. Yeah. Like, people are still buying shit from the old ones. Right. They're still buying those remastered ones. The ones yeah. no one likes. People are still buying it. Yeah. You know? So, you know what? Here's a shit ton of money to go do whatever you got to do. What? You need, you need 100,000 props? Go make them. We yeah. don't care. Because, you know, CGI? Well, okay, whatever. Because they, they're not looking at it. I think now... I do think that a younger generation, if that's their first trilogy... They like it. They mm. love it. They think it's awesome because again, it's that nostalgia of looking back mm. you and I as adults and Dave as an adult. We kind of look at it and go, it's not really quite what I remember. But again, we are looking backwards and not in the now. I think that JJ Abrams has been able to kind of tap into something a little bit to kind of go, we can still have our, our, that feeling of being a kid. But now as a kid, as a fan, I get to play in this sandbox i 'm going to do the things that I used to play with when I was a kid, yeah, but that's the thing I mean abrams has i mean i'm granted I
1: mean he's a great filmmaker, but he's got he, like you said he's got the sandbox that everybody wants to play in yeah i mean he's got he's got he's got han he's got luke he's got the characters that everybody knows and wants to play with right because that's that's the thing I mean you know like yeah nobody wants to play with Jar, Jar banks or nobody really wants oh, yeah. to play <laughs> with I'm
0: sure some you know, does.
1: god Jen or whatever you right. know but that's the thing like like People like, oh my god! Like, there, there's a bigger audience for that that will go see this movie because those characters are going to be there. When you, yeah. when you when you saw when
0: you saw Han, he goes Chewie, we're home. You saw Chewie, I cried. The like like little girl, you cried like a bitch. I did. I still will. I'm fully made because again tapped in that little kid in me. That's the movie that I would like to go. Logan. This is what I used to see when I was your These are the characters I know of. Like when you had the toys. Were you really concerned with family dynamic? Or were you going... You were doing space battles. Yeah,
2: yeah, I beat the shit out of my toys. That's what Dirty. You...
0: Yeah. Scrapes. That's what you cared about. You were cared about. It wasn't about like... Oh, Le- Han, Leo. Luke, Leo. Brother, yep. yeah, sister. Don't tell anybody. It was... It was, come on, (laughs) let's hop in here and let's go blow shit up as a kid. And now, and now JJ Abrams, who, who was just like us goes, I now can do that with the actual people. (laughs) I can actually have Han Solo and Chewie in the Millennium Falcon. And I can make them do anything that I used to do as a kid. How awesome is that? And if that's where that little kid that three tapped in that little kid in you to go, Oh my God, it's a shot of the Falcon flying through a, crashed star destroyer yeah you go how fucking awesome is that because somewhere as a kid in his head he thought of that yeah or somebody wrote that down like dude i always when want you to see it. that
1: sand speeder going by and all of a sudden you know you realize that's in a mountain range behind it yeah it's the crashed star star destroyer yeah, you're
0: <laughs> like oh my god this is fucking awesome yeah like oh like i'm not gonna like but i also don't know anything about it. like captain uh phasm yeah you know I don't know anything about her. She looks fucking badass, though, in yeah. that silver Stormtrooper outfit. I'm like, oh, my God. And I know that she's the actress who plays in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know she can kick some ass. So you get her. Like, I, the, I keep seeing the same clip over and over again where um, Finn has the lightsaber. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there's a Stormtrooper has like almost looks like a, a battle axe swinging at him. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Holy shit, that is awesome! <laughs> like, they have that? Like, what? when did they get that? When did they get that? Like, I am dying to know what the... Why does C-3PO have a red arm? Yeah. Why is all the TIE fighters have a red streak on it? Yeah, yeah what's like, that about? Is that is that the new logo of the new empire? Like, the First Order? Is that what they did? Like, if that's so, then why does C-3PO have a red fucking arm? Why are you asking me these questions? I'm just saying. Those, like, I don't have the answers. But dude. those are the days of our Star Wars. That's right. Those are your soap opera moments. <laughs>
1: you know? Now, yeah.
2: This has nothing to do with the new Star Wars. But speaking of soap opera and how how close the original three were to our hearts, starting with a new hope. One thing I that always bothered me was uh when Ben Kenobi says When you strike me down, I'll be more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Yeah. And he kind of gives up on the fight and puts the saber down and lets Vader kill him. Then all his ghost does is smile. It's like we never got to see this powerful after being. Because it wasn't
0: him. It was the power that sparked Luke to go, fuck you. You just killed my mentor. I'm now... Now I'm on my, I'm going to avenge you.
2: But what kind of asshole throws the fight and says, okay, now you're going to kill
0: me? I, I. That's, you know, <laughs> just that's the way it is. I mean, uh, I know. mean that
2: part always bothered me. He just gives up in the middle of the fight and, okay, strike me
1: down.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he comes back in two and three to help train, you know, to, to talk, to talk, <laughs> to him guide through. him through. He's he could have that. done that alive. <laughs> no, not, not in that moment. Again, it's it's the sacrifice for the greater good, knowing what he knew. He knew he was, he could come back. And how come he disappeared?
2: No one else ever disappeared when they got struck down? Uh, it was just his clothes. It's like, is he a witch? Yoda died. He faded away into clothes. Uh, so maybe if you're a Jedi master, you completely disappear? I,
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> you know
0: kind of weird i'm mean, saying
1: jedi is not my religion I'm i sorry, mean I it should know. be i mean uh, what you
0: do is go watch the clone wars and that big fight battle scene when there people get struck down all the time like you don't know what happened to Lace windows body because he fell through out through a window you know i mean i'm assuming vader he disappeared
1: oh my question was like you know in episode one why was the trade federation blocking uh, uh naboo naboo like what what resource were they were they Fish. not getting? You know, like that's know. the question. Jar Jar Binks characters? No, no, we don't want anybody see that. Jar Jar Binks
0: plastics. <laughs> <laughs> plastics. Dude, they're cutting off our pipe. We need the plastic. You know, we can't make action figures because all the plastics on the booth. Because
1: it's like you 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 watch these. You know, especially the show. You watch Clone Wars. You watch all the stuff. There's a reason behind it. You know they they <coughs> tell you right, but they've never told you why the Trade Federation blockaded Naboo. Blame
0: Lucas because as far as like was there a vantage point for this plan? Like what was it? What was it? You that I can't get the answer to. Like, you need to ask Lucas because if, from his perspective, he didn't care about that. It was about it was about the family dynamic, and you're going. But why were they there to start off with? Like that's a legitimate question. Like, even even in the beginning, even in the scrolling, it's like, yeah, there's a blockade. Uh, okay. But then people kind of – then people take that and they interpret their own way because they look at, well, what was going on in in our time at that moment? There yeah. was a lot of, you know, like, trade embargoes and stuff like that right. going on. And you're just like, you know, outsourcing of jobs. And you're just like, uh, is that what – is like – or the classic – Everyone likes to say, like, with the Battle of Endor, it's nature versus industrial. Right. You know, like, you have the the empire all clean and metal, and here comes a cute little teddy bear with a stick that <laughs> clunks him over the head, and you're like, oh, what you're saying is that nature would... Like, it's like Tolkien did that, too. Yeah. You know, with the, with the, the walking trees. <laughs> you no. Know, it was that whole nature versus industry kind of... It was just... I don't know, but, but Lucas also grabbed all his stuff from all the great... Flash Gordon wasn't a soap opera. It was a soap opera, space opera. Yeah. You know, um, the, what do you call it? The, um, the Seven Samurais. No, don't, don't think it was... You know, I don't see... Like, I, I kind of think that he wants to rewrite his own history. I, I sometimes I think that Lucas is just trying... Not... Not trying to, because he's crazy. I just think that he's he he's looking back at it at a different time or trying to justify his feelings about things. Because he's like, again, when in that that movie that we saw, like the People versus George Lucas, mm. this was a guy who was stood up in front of the commission to kind of talk about we need to preserve our heritage of film, and then turns around and then butchers his own work, right. You know, so
1: well the, the only thing I took away from that was, was that the the only thing and this is, this might be, you know, slim, you know, kind of thing, was the fact is that like uh, the guy who who uh, Ted Turner. Right, right. He wanted to colorize black and right. white films and he didn't create those films where George Lucas created those films so like they're my films, I could do what I want with them, I can change them all I want and it doesn't matter because they're my works. If you're doing singing in the rain and you colorize it, like, that should not be because it was, you know, developed uh, okay. in black and white. I, I can, and it's like a thin argument, but it's like, well, it makes sense because it's just like, unless the guy who created, you know, that movie was like, you know what? I'd like to see it in color. You know, I would like to colorize you know, it. I,
0: mean, I, think, I don't think it's a thin. I think it's a valid argument. I just, I think I have more of the problem with, like, you create something like that. Like, it... In film, television, it becomes part of a. It becomes bigger well, than you.
1: Okay, wait, but look at look at it this way. Okay, okay. We, we, use, right. we use you as the example. Right. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. You can't stand the sound of your own voice. You can't. That's true. You can listen to this show after we do it. Right. 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 And yet, like Lucas is one of those kind of people who would because you you're the reason why you don't like to hear the sound of
0: your voice is because I just don't like the way I sound. Okay, so like, I don't. It, okay, when I talk. I sound a certain way. So it's not like is there there's a moment that was a
1: joke that was kind of like, oh, no. I could have done something no, no, funnier. No, no. Or- I mean,
0: no. Like when I hear my voice, it doesn't sound like the voice that I hear in my own ears. Okay. Like there is a there's a difference. I don't know what okay. it is. I don't know why. Like Just, so I think most
2: people have that. I don't sound the way I hear myself on recording.
0: Right. So I can't... That voice that I hear that I know is supposed to be... Doesn't sound like me, so I can't listen to that. I'm going. That's that doesn't even sound like me. The words I know I said them, yeah. and I'll stand behind what I say. If it's a bad joke, it's a bad joke. A well, joke I'm not I'm saying like but...
1: bad, but I'm saying like I thought maybe there was times where it's like well, I, would I I had a better joke that that would have been more funnier, or yeah. you know, or this was you know drab, and I could have made fun of this and it Pro- been probably. Bad. I mean, I
0: probably would do that if I listened to it.
1: Well, like, like, or uh, well, you're. This is a big example now. So no, I'm no, to change no, it. No, 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 but, okay. but the thing is, is that like Lucas looks at his films and go, you know what? I could have done this better. Like he, that's, and that's why he did the special editions. The fact is, is like he wanted to have like the cantina scene when he when he created those like, sure. creatures. Like some of them were like actual horror creatures that he modified right, a little right. bit just because he didn't have enough money to like right. have a full makeup you know crew to do something. So they just did whatever, and they put it together. And he's like, I wanted more creatures in it. And I wanted to do this differently. I wanted to expand it, and give a real, like, full universe. When, when Han runs over, <sighs> shoots the couple of stormtroopers, they run, he goes, ah, and then he runs back, big... and there's, like, four of them standing there, and he runs
0: back. Right. Where it changed now, there's a whole room of stormtroopers. I, 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 I get all those, all those modifications. I do. Right. It's enhancing a scene but to rewrite scenes like the Han shooting, not shooting first thing or Han just shooting in general. Yeah. Like you change the tone of that character by that one moment, that moment in, in you knew what kind of character he was. So by the end of that movie, his character has changed completely from that ruthless pirate that'll shoot you where you stand to a hero of the rebellion. Then now by changing that scene to where he's dodging a bullet, it it makes him just lucky, yeah. So therefore, the arc of his character doesn't start off in the same place that where it should. As a guy who all I need is a good blaster by my side, fancy religions and hokey things like yeah. that. Person now believes in luck, of uh, from a person who now makes his own luck. Yeah. So like that character stack, that, that arc of his character is now modified. And I'm like that to me is I think an injustice as far as what Lucas did because. Because you didn't like the way the scene played, or you felt looking back that maybe that was a little too harsh. Like look at oh, look at what Spielberg did with ET. Yeah, took out all those guns and put it back in with with what he called um walkie talkies. Walkie talkies. And then when you watch that movie, you go, "Oh my god, it looks like shit." And even even he was like, oh, "I looks like shit. Let's put it all back." Yeah, you know. Because it does change the storyline. Like if someone's like, all of a sudden if someone's swinging a gun at somebody and now it's, what, the guy's holding a walkie-talkie with two hands going,
3: yeah.
0: you know, like, yeah. like you, cha- you change. Like when we get older, maybe we get a little more cynical or a little more, ooh, maybe a little bit more PC and kind of go, ooh, I shouldn't have done that when I was younger. Right. When you're younger, you're supposed to take those risks. You're supposed to be hanging on by the seat of your pants and trying everything. Because there's, there's, you have years to kind of look back and go, oh I shouldn't have done that but goddamn, it was good like if you could change your own history what isn't those two have kind of proven the fact that if you could change a moment in time sometimes that moment the the outcome isn't as good as you were hoping yeah you know so I just kind of feel like that I feel like in in this case like Lucas is just kind of trying to rewrite the way he feels about it now looking at it from uh, an older gentleman from when he was in his 20s yeah you know, I just kind of like, and I think that he kind of looks at it differently because he's going, when I did this, this is what I wanted. And the whole Luke Leia and Han, like that soap opera thing I love because maybe now he likes the soap opera stuff. Mm. But when he was 20, you can't tell me that, you know, as a kid who said, oh, I got this from the you know, Flash Gordon and from, you know, the Se- Seventh Samurai and the Buck Rogers, those serials of the past. Yeah. You know, and then go, oh, but now it's about family dynamics. No, it's not because you just said it wasn't. Well,
1: it's you know we, we could argue and argue this for over and over again, but I think we should stop here and call it a night. And uh, all right, you know, but as a, we'll we'll agree to disagree.
0: <laughs> Ed, you, ignorance lot. <laughs> yes, I <agree>. point counterpoint. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, in the meantime, thanks for joining us, Dave. Thank you very much you, for you, having. me. Is there anything today, else you'd like to add?
2: I just like to say happy ten year anniversary to Apartment Ten fourteen
0: Films. All right okay okay i was like where'd you go with that (laughs) happy 10 year anniversary a decade
2: (laughs) of making films just for entertainment they haven't made a penny and they're wild and crazy films it's like it's like us
0: Whoa, how am he I'm just, he just
2: wrecked his microphone? Is yeah. it still working?
0: I hear you. No, no, it's what call it. It's the, the tightening knob. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your nuts fell out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> look at me. I'm trash He's showing his nuts, people. I'm so angry. Oh, my God. Don't look. It's horrible. I am so angry at Lucas. I'm breaking things. <laughs> In the meantime, uh. if you want to catch the show live every week on Sundays on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, tune in and iHeartRadio. Just to
1: drive with that radio tonight on uh, uh, those apps. Uh, but you can every six to nine thirty p.m. Eastern Time do the map, figure it out, and we'll be there. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geekster radio. But mainly go to Facebook, type in Geeksters Radio there, and give us a little like. We surely appreciate it. I can still talk. My microphone's not out. I'm like, oh, I, I, well, I figure just working on that. So I I'm can, turning. I fill turn, in. I'm he's turning, turning, he's turning his knobs.
0: knobs. turning his knobs. I can do two things at once. <laughs> you know, I can twist a knob and talk dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can follow us on Twitter. You said that. Yes, yeah, right? it says- All right. Well, if you want to listen to the replay, we we break it down into three little bite sized bits. You can download each and every episode on wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes.
1: Or you go to the About section of Facebook at Geeksters Radio and find all the other places you can download it. But if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app, look for Geeksters there, and we'll be there for you.
0: And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com.
1: Or if you want to send dick pics to Sean, you can send it at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Only if
0: they're luscious. <laughs> 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 I'll tell my girl you said that. Okay. <laughs> hey, Dave, is there anything else? Hey, is there any way people can contact you?
2: Uh sure. You could contact me at uh Nobtis5. That's
0: N-O-B-T-I-S-5 at Yahoo.com. That's All right. For hiring hire him to be in a movie. Yeah. Or a TV show. All right, kids, we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye, well, we everyone. will talk about uh creed. Oh, uh, I'm looking we, we,
2: forward to that. Actually, I,
0: they're saying a lot of good things. Just you know, a little bit teased. You know, you get your little buy in. They're saying lots of good things about that movie. All right, we're talking Oscar-nominated Sylvester Stallone, possibly. Really? Uh huh. Uh huh. That's how good they're saying he is. And oh. plus, we're from Philadelphia. We are required oh, by, by law, law to, to see it. it. Yes. So, all right, kids. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Well, there you have it, folks. That was part three. But for those of you who are lucky enough to have downloaded this podcast, we have bonus material. What? what? Actual bonus material, not just the ramblings of two idiots <laughs> as normal. Okay, Ed has another article that he wanted to bring. Um, so Ed, what is that article? It's about Sam Coughlin.
1: Who? Exactly. <laughs> He's apparently in The Hunger Games. Okay. Uh, he started a rumor, apparently, about a Power Rangers movie. I started
0: a rumor. <laughs>
1: That started the whole world crying. It's a mis- okay, of course, it was a big mistake. Uh, Sam Coughlin uh, was in a gym in Prague, and he was visiting his wife while, while he was working when an old Power Rangers TV show came on the gym sets. And he, a fan, he, he sent him a tweet, saying, you know, around around the world, he basically said, go, go, Power Rangers. And, of course, all his fans thought he's cast in the next Power Rangers movie. <laughs> He is, of course, unaware, though, that there was a Power, movie, Power Rangers movie in production at all, and uh, that he, that was a big mistake that he was, uh, he posted that. He was just like, you know, a fan of the show, like, oh. go go Power Rangers, because he's watching it. And all of a sudden, everybody goes, he's in the next Power Rangers movie? Oh, cool. Which ranger is he going to be? So wait, so, uh, okay, what was his name again? Uh, Sam Cl- Claffin, C-L-A-F-L-I-N. What character did he play?
0: He played Finnick. Finnick O'Dare. Yes.
2: Finnick O'Dare.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Poor guy. I liked him too. Yeah. I like that character. (laughs) So he he kind of. The dangers of posting tweets.
1: Yes. All right. Because he said if that was true, you would just be like the next James Bond. (laughs) Yeah. In
0: fact, that does work. I am the next James Bond. There you go. I am I am now going to play Young Han Solo There you have it And you always shoot first (laughs) That's right Unfortunately (laughs) Sorry it's my colon And quick (laughs) Uh, Sorry I shot first (laughs) This always happens to me I was just so excited because you're so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never this lucky. Oh no wonder why you did the castle run in twelve parts X. Nah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm bumped. <laughs> All right, um I really have nothing to say about that article. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought you would have gold. I thought this to be gold. Well, I mean, it's like, I don't really know the guy. So, I mean, it's not like if you say like, oh, Sean Connery, he proposed that go-go Power Rangers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Sean Connery's going to be the next Power Rangers? Like, what? <laughs> that would at least really make someone interesting. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's a guy who just tweeted and then got, you know. Misinterpreted. Guess, yeah. <laughs> people were like, oh, my God, is he going to be a Power Rangers? No. Sorry. Just a fan. <laughs> No, thanks for making me feel guilty. Dicks. <laughs> go, go like someone else. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be the Pink Ranger. Go, go Power Rangers. <laughs> I mean, I know they're making a new Power Rangers movie. They actually I saw an article, they were actually thinking about, like someone posed the question, do you think the Power Rangers need a reboot? I was like, don't they reboot it every year? Like, it's like they get new Power Rangers, and it's like Power Rangers Samurai Warrior, Power Rangers, you know, Anal Beads, Power Ranger, you know, Left Nostril Inhaler. It's like Power Rangers Super Samurai. Yeah. Like, I thought, like, every season when they do change over, Well, it's every it's every few seasons because because
1: it's when the kids get too old. It's basically it's like the Menudo of uh, TV shows. Exactly, it's exactly it.
0: For those people who are too young to remember Menudo, Menudo was a Latin band that had basically children singing in it. But once they hit the age of puberty, they were left out. They were cast aside. Famous, famous Menudo wins. Ricky Martin. Yeah, he was a famous Menudoian. I don't even know what the it's even a word. (laughs) Jared approves. (laughs) <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> Apparently for Jared, fifteen does give you fifteen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, look, I I've, I've done a couple of shows without making comments of that. Yeah. And it's been a couple weeks since I've had made a Cosby reference too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm slipping. <God> slipping. <laughs> I had to give somebody at the you know the folks home something to go, Oh, I shouldn't have laughed at that. <laughs> Well, I'm just
1: wondering, is it too soon yet for Charlie Sheen jokes? No,
2: he's actually had it since 2006. Denise Richards uh, said in an interview that she knew, and uh, she and the kids were... Really? Yeah.
1: Because I, 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 he said it was four years. They Somebody was saying it was four years ago that he got it.
2: Yeah, well, according to the Denise Richards article on Yahoo, she said she's known since 2006.
0: Wow. Yeah. I, I, I got I to be honest, I got nothing on it. I mean... Like, let's face it. Was it a shocker?
1: No. No, I, 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 I said it this way. I would, wouldn't be surprised if he was patient zero. I know AIDS has <laughs> been going back zero? Since, since like like <laughs> long time ago. But to me, it would make sense. Like, he's a party person and he's had multiple partners and he's so the done drugs. Porn stars, yes. drugs, porn star.
2: So now we know
0: tiger blood is code for infected blood. <laughs> See that was my joke. See, I was gonna, say, I was gonna wait till Chuckles died down and tell him your joke. <laughs> Good, I get it now because it's, it's 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 okay. It still works. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: I guess Tiger Blood is HIV positive.
0: See now, okay, that's jokes. St- okay, structuring a joke. It was sort you know, I mean, like, um, I guess that's what happens when you drink Tiger's blood. That's that was the joke. Now, that was the joke I, I came up
1: with. Yeah. Womp 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 wink. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm sure he's already talked to Magic Johnson what the secret is to live healthy for
0: so long.
1: Yeah. Well, it's money. It's really yeah. what it comes down
0: to. Money, exactly. money, money, money. Put it in a shredder oh. and inject that but shit. But speaking of money, wow, look at this segue. Yeah. Wow, we're actually getting real bonus material here. Um, the guy who bought that billion-dollar company that, that had that AIDS drug, yeah. you know, um, cranked it up like 15,000%. Yeah. His company took a $15 billion loss, I think. Really? Yeah, because uh, and he and he's tr- they're trying to blow it off. Going, well, no, because all the money we made went back into research and development. Not the fact that everyone stopped buying that drug because you overpriced you overpriced yourself out of the market. Mm. You know, I thought that was kind of interesting. Since yeah. look at that segue mm, from Jarrett to Cosby to Sheen to n- actual news, <laughs> <It's> to actual <laughs> news to financial it's- news like the new six degrees
1: from Kevin Bacon. (laughs) How many degrees from comedy to
0: news? (laughs) Comedy to news. All the news that's fit to print here at Geeksters. (laughs) We're an audio show. I know. (laughs) 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 Well, okay, there you go. Have it, folks. Um, Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, We hope you tune in next week where we will be talking about Creed. I will, at least. Yeah. Cause I'm, I hope the plan... I plan on seeing it next weekend. Well, the weekend of Thanksgiving. Yes. So, for those people who are listening... For all I know, people are going to be listening to the show on Friday. That's true. You know, you never know. Never know. Never know. Never know. someone listens to the show. So they I will. <laughs> yes, they do. We have on the numbers... On Not on Fridays? <laughs> oh. Well, they download it on a Thursday and listen to it on Friday. While you're sitting around for the Americans... While you're sitting around digesting all that turkey and gravy and biscuits and stuff, listen to the show. Laughing will help with that digestive system. There you go. For those of everybody else around the world, listen to la- make fun of these stupid Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these two two nerds who don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. That's Geeksters. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Boy, my. I so feel so proud doing this show every week with him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Always strive for better. And if
1: I make a joke like that, how could you? <laughs> how <laughs> dare you? Ed? How
0: dare you make that kind of joke? That's not funny. You should be proud of the work we do.
1: <laughs> you should be proud of the fart dick jokes that we make every week.
0: Those are highbrow fart dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell that dick and fart jokes, I have a monocle. <laughs> <laughs> pip <Pip-pip>, pip, cheerio. <sniffs> <laughs> High Society would pay hundreds of dollars but We give it to you for free That's right Reader's Digest will pull, 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 take quotes from our show <laughs> This week on Geeksters Chip Chip Perio and he fought it <laughs> <laughs> Toot toot and all that <laughs> Now an article On re- the reproduction organs Of a plant <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Reader's Digest Jeep, 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 jeep. Gotta that dead arc, that, that magazine book. Well, I didn't know what did I know it was called? Was it a magazine? It was a magazine. Really? Uh, I think so. You know, it never felt like a magazine. It was, it was thick. There was no pictures in it. <laughs> there was, were there pictures in it? No. And then I knew the New Yorker was in it. It was on one comic, The New Yorker. I never got it. <laughs> I never got any of the New Yorker jokes.
1: All right there. Peter saying. Griffin.
0: <laughs> you got a ears. copy of Jux
1: <laughs> 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 I wouldn't be so apathetic if it wasn't so lethargic.
0: <laughs> and did Peter Griffin make that joke about the New Yorker? Yes. Really? Yeah. Wow. But, but I say, maybe that's the why I laugh so because I could relate. I could relate to the family guy. I'm like the There family. you go.
1: There you go, folks. If you can relate to the family guy, you can relate to the show. <laughs>
0: That's a good way of ending the program, Ed. So if you want to hear the shenanigans live, you can on Sunday night from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and Our Heart Radio. So search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And while you're at it, go to Facebook, type in Geeksters Radio, give us a like. Follow us on Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio or Twitter at, at Geeksters. And while you're at it, hit the About section so you can tell your friends where to get their own copy of the podcast. If you can't find it that way, go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Or if you're a Google
1: user, you can download any podcast app from the Google Play Store, search for Geeksters on that app, and we'll be there for you.
0: That's right. And we'll see you next, next time, folks, on Geekstar.